we create content out of passion. Like, I know that, you know, we, we love doing it. We really want to get that message out and inspire people to do um, all of these amazing things. And you know, there's so much value in content. So why not get paid for it like properly? <laughs> this is Debbie and welcome to another episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditch the norm to become location independent. We'll learn how to create sustainable laptop lifestyles from the experts that will help us achieve freedom from our nine to five. All right, so we've been talking about landing a remote job for a while now, but the one thing you're probably most curious about is how to learn the online skills you need to land these jobs. I'm not just talking about getting a brief introduction, but learning from actual accredited schools so you can be taken seriously when you apply for these jobs. You've been waiting for a while, and I'm really sorry about that, but I have finally created a whole page listing the best courses to take from teaching English online to becoming a freelance writer and so much more all from trusted sources that will get you that remote job so if you're ready and serious to take the next step then visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started again you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started In this episode, I'm really excited to speak with Alice, who is the founder of Creator Unleasher, which is a brand that helps to hypnotize creators to stop procrastinating, confidently show up online, and charge their worth. Having over five years of experience as a travel content creator and over 10 years transforming mindsets, Alice knows exactly what gremlins creators are facing. So listen on to find out how Alice has been able to travel Travel the world as a nomadic hypnotist. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here. I am really excited to speak with my guest today. I'm here with Alice. Hey Alice, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited too. (laughs) (laughs) I am really, really stoked to be talking to you about your lifestyle. Can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, sure. Um, So for me, it's just always been very much um, a path of learning and progression. You know, when I when I started my nomad journey, which was wow, I think almost twelve years ago now, um, I was just desperate to to know who I was, what I was capable of, um, what I liked, what I didn't like. You know, growing up, I was always a very good girl and always did what my parents told me and <laughs> eventually got to the point where I was like I can't do it anymore I need to leave <laughs> so I just did and um yeah it's been a beautiful journey I, I love it obviously it's always up and down but I wouldn't have it any other way that is amazing and I like that you took that chance you left you left everything behind and now you're a nomad you still continue to do it so Can you share with us what was that moment like? Because, you know, I asked this with a few of my guests, like, did you have that sliding doors moment? And if you don't know what that is, um, it's this movie with Gwyneth Paltrow, where if she chose one way, her life would have completely been different. And then if she chose the other door, it was another, I guess, way that her life was going to be. Was that something that happened to you as well? (laughs) 
Well, I am going to totally take that Gwyneth Paltrow moment because I was actually on a train. So <laughs> I'm, I, I'm going to take that moment. Yeah, I was on a train and um, there was one seat free next to me. It was super busy on that train that day. And this girl sat down next to me. And um, at the time I was working in the National Health Service, in the psychological services. Um, and I love my job. I really did. But I don't know, there was something in me that wanted to do something different. And she whipped out this psychology paper and I got talking to her. I was like, oh, hey, you know, what are you reading about? She's like, yeah, I just started studying psychology, but I've just got back from teaching English in India. And I was like, whoa. I was like, just tell me, just tell me everything. Just tell me everything. We spoke for the whole trip. And for reals, hands down, when I walked off that train, I was like, that's it. I quit my job. I, I sold everything. I broke up with my boyfriend. I left the country within three months because she just completely changed my, my life path. It was uh, pretty full on. Yeah, it was amazing. And, oh and what a great God. decision I made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is crazy, Alice. So it's like you just meet <laughs> this random person on the train. That is definitely your sliding doors Gwyneth Paltrow moment. Yes. And within three months, you did all of this? I did. And it's mad, really, because I, I decided to teach English. That's how I basically got on the offbeat path, on the offbeat life. And um, I met a guy there, nothing romantic, but I met him. And he said, well, where are you going to go and teach English? I said, I've got no idea. He said, well, I'm going to South Korea. I was like, OK, I'll go there. <laughs> I literally <laughs> went there. Honestly, I was an open book. I was an open book at that time. Just whatever was presented to me I said yes and I'm so grateful I did that is it's kind of crazy but kind of amazing at the same time but when when you were sitting with that girl was there a moment before that really kind of made you think to yourself I need to make something else or I need to do something else with my life or was it you know hearing her story that really led you to the path that you are now Mm, that's a great question. Um, yeah, there, there was definitely something rumbling in my tummy. I wasn't sleeping well. I was just up at night. And I remember saying to my partner at the time, like, there has to be something different. And he he, he didn't get it. He was like, I, I just don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, there's something different. I'm meant to be doing something different and so I I really was I think in that frame of mind where I was like just show me a sign you know <laughs> show me a sign and I got it yeah and it's so funny because I've felt that myself and most of the people that I interview like there's something there that you feel like is a different purpose for you like your true purpose and most of the time it honestly just feels like we're we're zombies right it's like we're not really living our true but through uh, um, like we're not really living throughout our true potential. It's like we're not really tapping into that. So it kind of feels like you're half asleep most of your life until you finally find that purpose. And then you start to come alive. And it's really interesting how a lot of us who have gone through this journey feels the same way, because like once you find it, it's like, that's it. It's like, oh, my gosh, like. I'm a completely different person and it has led you to a lot of different places in your life. Yeah. And it's true. Like there is no going back. Like the minute you step over that threshold, the minute you just step out of the box, then 
that's it. The floodgates open and it's a, it's a whole new life. Mm. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm doing a lot of like um, movie analogies, but it's like taking that red pill from the Matrix. <laughs> I don't know if, you, if you've seen <laughs> that movie too. That. Like once yeah. you take that red pill, you're never going to go back. Like, do you choose it? Are you going to take the red pill? And most of us have. So... <laughs> Yes, I love this. Yeah, keep coming with the movie quip things. I like this. <laughs> I mean, those are really the only ones that I could give you right now. But <laughs> <laughs> all good, all good. <sighs> so how did that go? Like once you decided that you were going to do this and it was a very short amount of time, that three months, what did you do? You just left your job. You left your relationship. Was it that easy? Like how did that transition go? Yeah, you're not the first to ask that because it, I, it is mad. And I think at that point I was just so sh- strong in the decision. It was quite easy. I remember talking to my parents about it, obviously, And um, I said, look, I'm just going to quit everything and I'm going to go and do this. And I remember them saying to me, we're so disappointed in you, (laughs) which was so hard to swallow at the time. But, you know, thank goodness. I just I still knew that I had to do what I had to do. And, you know, particularly with my partner at the time as well, I did try to convince him to come with me. Um, And he was like, no, no, no. And there there was just one one moment where I kind of faltered and I was like okay I'll stay and the minute I said it thank goodness he had the sense to say it to me he said Alice if you stay you are going to hate me in one year he said if you stay right now you're going to hate yourself and you're going to hate me you have to go and I called him up like a year later and I said thank you so much thank you so much I said you know honestly he was like yeah like you had to go and I'm proud of you you know so I'm so so glad I followed through yeah. But that that's oh <laughs> that's a good person. You know, that's a really good person because there's a lot of partners out there like that would just try to convince you to let go of that dream. And I'm glad that he he helped you through that. Cause I that was another sliding doors moment. What if he had said, Okay, we'll we'll stay here together and maybe later you could do it, you know? That's that's pretty nice. <laughs> it is nice. And, you know, I really, obviously, I want him to explore too. But this is the thing, you know, everyone is on their own timeline. And I I think he didn't start traveling for like another eight years. You know, he oh, wow. finally took the leap. But we're on our own timeline. And, you know, what f- feels right to you it is the right thing, I believe. You've you got to trust your gut on that. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. Like when you're young and you don't really have a lot of responsibilities yet, it's so much easier to get to that point. And I always say this. It's like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You know, if you and that person were meant to be together, you're going to find your way towards each other. But I feel like... You know, we only have one life to live and we don't know what's going to happen. And I feel like if you don't explore everything that you can explore in this world, like I feel like there's so much that you can be missing out on. And, you know, whether it's it's, you know, experiences, relationships, things like that, that you just never would discover if you just stay in one spot. Right. And if you feel that calling, I, I feel like we have an obligation to do whatever we can to be called to that and to do that, to take that step. So that is pretty brave of you to do something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it is. I'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So now how how did you do this continuously, Alice? Because I'm sure there was a lot of things that happened in your journey. And it may be overwhelming too. When you left, you went abroad, you started teaching. How did that progress to what you're doing right now? Take us through that journey. Mm. So yeah, I I would say actually like me taking that leap um, was kind of secure because I had the job teaching English set up before I left. So that helped greatly because I just knew that when I was going to arrive at the airport, that there was going to be someone, someone there to pick me up. You know, I knew where I was going to teach. So it was, that was pretty good. I'm very thankful for that. But yeah, you know, over those years, as I was teaching English, suddenly I was like, hang on a minute, I'm in a new country. I can go wherever I want. And <laughs> I, I started dipping my toes into traveling solo and I remember I took my first trip to the capital alone and it was marvelous I loved it I just spent a week exploring all by myself and I was like yeah like this is it man this is like this is perfect and you know with anything like that you start to push the boundaries more and more and more and I started to go to even more challenging places and I really started to rack up quite a lot of stories um, I mean, that was my mission from the start. I didn't want to travel to be comfortable. I wanted to travel to challenge myself. So I started writing about it. I started writing about the experiences and people really liked it. And before I knew it, I had this travel blog on my hands and I grew TK Travels to be like a really um, inspirational solo female adventure travel blog. And uh, yeah, and then it got to that point where I was like, mm, okay, I'm going to quit teaching and I'm going to be a full-time travel blogger. And uh, I went for it. And it was amazing. I spent a good five years um, travel blogging. And it was perfect. And I don't know, maybe this is just a blessing as well. But literally one month before COVID hit, I, um, I was kind of at that point where I wanted to do even more. And obviously, I was working in the psychology services for a long time before I became a travel blogger. And um, I, I was seeing that... Um, a lot of creative people, creators, entrepreneurs, anyone um, trying to create content were kind of suffering, you know, like really suffering from procrastination and self-doubt, imposter syndrome, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, hang on a minute. Like, I know exactly how to deal with this. And I decided to combine <laughs> all my content creation experience with my psychology. And uh, yeah, now I hypnotize creators to overcome all those mind blocks. So I love that. I, I love that when people combine their superpowers to kind of create the next level. Uh, yeah, and I'm really happy that I did that. I, 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 love, I love my job. I, I love where I've taken it. It's always, you know, always just growing on what you've done before and just building on that experience to create, create what you want to do, you know, combine all those skills and passions into something even more kick-ass. So, yeah. That's how I kind of got to where I am today. In a nu- in a nutshell, I did some, I did some pretty crazy crazy jobs along the way. I have to say, um, <laughs> I was I was doing burlesque dancing in Shanghai at one point. Oh my gosh! That, that, yeah, that was that was an experience, Debbie. Let me tell you, that was so fun. But it, you know, everything that I've done, it's always been to just challenge myself and see what I can do, just to grow and expand. So. Yeah, I've done a couple of uh, interesting jobs. (laughs) You've definitely lived different lives, you know, within the years that you've lived in in this earth. And that makes you so much more interesting. I'm like, I can't wait until Alice, like, do you have a book about your life? Pretty soon, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) People keep asking me to write a book. I'm like, oh, okay, I really should listen to that. (laughs) 
it's a sign. I know it's a sign. It's like okay, another one, another person telling me I should write yeah, a book. But that is incredible that you did all of this, and then I, I, you know, it's like sometimes you just have that instincts. It's like right before COVID, you kind of switch things around, and it really works because even now, more than ever, people are feeling so much loneliness, and you know, pro, like you are, you're procrastinating. You don't know what to do with yourself, and it's also a lot of like, you know, your self talk because as bloggers, as creatives, as freelancers, as business owners, most of the time you fail a lot. There's a lot of failures that goes along with this lifestyle. That's that's why it's really not for everybody, right? And um, there's a lot of things that are not secure and you become insecure because of that. So that is a really good way for you to put in your way of, of helping people and, and doing, you know, your not just getting paid, but you're doing good. You know, you're helping other people mm. as well. Yeah, because, you know, we, we create content out of passion. Like, I know that, you know, we, we love doing it. We really want to get that message out and inspire people to do um, all of these amazing things. And you know, there's so much value in content. So why not get paid for it like properly <laughs> and I really love it that you actually mentioned just a fear of failure I was I just put this out on my Facebook page actually a couple of days ago that actually I, I find that not many people actually fear failure I find that more of my clients actually fear success because the thing with fear of failure is um, we're quite comfortable with it we're quite used to failure I find um but actually to, to have success, a lot of people worry about that. What are people going to think of me? Like, what are they, you know, am I going to be cut off if I earn this amount of money? You know, there's so many different thoughts that go with that. So, yeah, it's really interesting. I was kind of having this discussion about the balance between fear of failure and success and how it can really pull us in different directions. Yeah. I mean, that's really interesting because if you think about it, people do change, not just you, the person who has gone through. I mean, Honestly, I think as a person who's going through the success, you come in stages, right? Like you you kind of move into it, it molds you and it changes you as a person because you do go through a lot of different things. But for a lot of people who maybe don't know you or they haven't seen your journey, it is a shock. And there are a lot of different um, reactions to it. And not all of them is positive, you know? Yes. <laughs> It's true. It's true. You know, I was kind of thinking to myself, you know, uh, kind of saying to my clients, you know, have you been putting out content? Have you been getting like negative feedback? They're like, no. I'm like, put out more content. Like, <laughs> you need to like put out more content because, you know, if people start, um, kind of disagreeing with you then they're starting to recognize you you know yeah yeah and, and that's another thing I think with success especially if you're trying to do it in a in a public way you need to have thicker skin because you're not gonna agree with everybody and not everybody's gonna agree with what you do what your beliefs are and you know but like with anything else you're not for everybody <laughs> yeah but uh, th but this is such a big thing I find that that holds creators back like our biggest need as humans is to be connected and accepted and you know when we start to really like truly authentically put out our points of view and our ideas and all this kind of stuff it can be scary because yep. it's true not everyone's going to agree with that and it really puts a lot of creators off from actually being their true selves just writing what they want to write or filming what they want to film because they're, they're really worried about that. Hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I have definitely experienced that myself, you know, and there's a lot of backlash when you just put out your thoughts and your your true feelings. It's so interesting how people talk about authenticity and being yourself. But when you are yourself, you get that backlash, right? I mean, yeah. you, get, you get love, but then as it, it's so interesting, as much as you're getting love, there's also as much, it's kind of an equal way of getting that backlash as well. And that's why it's, it's an interesting um, place to be in. Uh, yeah, you get I love, love that and word, hate. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, it is. And um, yeah, you're right. You got to have thick skin. You got to have thick skin for that. It's it's so crazy. And, and, you know, and honestly, for me, Alice, like I tend not to go on social media a lot because it's not just the content that you're seeing. It's also like the comments that you're reading. You know, it's not technically sometimes the content, but it's the comments that you see. That's especially on YouTube or platforms like that where there's a lot of trolls. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine what it's like to be this person because it's crazy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and this is the thing. But I always—it's character growth, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Like you're—you're you're learning to trust yourself. You're learning to set boundaries. You know, it, it is very good for character growth. I have to say, if you're an entrepreneur or creator, then uh, enjoy the journey. You know, you're going to learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure, it's definitely like you said, character growth. So let's go to what you're doing now. You have this business. You're also so a, a writer and you help other uh, creators and entrepreneurs out, but you're also still a digital nomad. You're still able to travel and go to different exotic places. How has that lifestyle been for you since the pandemic? How has that changed things um, and how you, you've been able to be on the road? Mm. Yeah, so I when the pandemic started, I was actually back in the UK and um, I, I kind of got stuck with, with the parents for a mm. bit. <laughs> uh, but at that, at, at that time also, you know, Brexit was looming and I really thought to myself, gosh, I'm European. Like I, I need to get out. I, I just knew that I had to get out. And it was difficult actually to leave at that time because there was a lot of judgment about doing that. You know, people felt very trapped. People felt that you really shouldn't travel at that time. But and, and I get it, you know, some people are like, I just have to leave for my mental health. And I was feeling the same. I was like, I, I have to go. So I went to Bulgaria first um, and, and pretty much just hung out there for a year, um, building the business, you know, working on things. Um, and touch wood, everything has been fine so far. Um, you know, obviously, it, <laughs> it, being a digital nomad takes a lot of planning anyway. But now, I know we were discussing this before we kind of hit the the record button you know you have to um you have to really plan things way 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 more now and you know if you ever want some lessons in um flexibility then uh, you're gonna get it in this climate because you, you make plans and then all of a sudden you know boom um you can't go or a regulation has changed but um so far so good I'm currently into Tbilisi in Georgia really enjoying it uh, just yeah wow looking at in a couple of weeks I'm going to be in Tahab in Egypt so wow. um yeah doing my best to keep going <laughs> because once you scratch the itch that's it you know so 
Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and nothing is, you know, nothing is stopping you. And I've spoken to other digital nomads and they're still traveling. They're still making it work. So if you definitely have the tenacity, you're patient. And like you said, Alice, like flexible, you could definitely do this. It's going to be a lot harder. It's not going to be the same thing. But do you find it once you get to the country, it's much more pleasurable or because there's a lot less people there? Like, how does that, I mean, but you also go to a lot of different places that most people don't usually go to. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing, I guess. I I guess it's a double whammy for me because, (laughs) yeah, I'm not really going to the places that most people would. Um, I mean, yeah, I I have to say it it is a little bit of a blessing. I don't know. I feel I feel guilty just saying that, to be honest, because I, you know, I worked in the travel industry for, for a good five years. So I really actually feel for these countries because, you know, tourism is is their bread. So, yeah, it's kind of nice to turn up there and no one else be there. But at the same time, I want those locals to thrive. So it, it's a bit of a double edged sword, really. You know, I guess as as a digital nomad and looking at my lifestyle, I'm just always trying to go local. You know, if 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 I'm shopping, I shop local. If I need something, I'll try and get it from a local. You know, especially in this climate, I just want to do the best that I can. If I'm if I'm traveling and you know I'm in a in a particular neighborhood, I want to want to support that community as as m- most as that I can. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, you're giving something back when you're there when they don't have as much tourism. And with uh, smaller areas, local communities that don't usually even get, um, you know, a lot of tourism, it's definitely, you know, I guess it maybe it won't hit them as much because they're not really built for tourism. But still, Mm. you know, it still hits them a bit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that's amazing that you're able to do that. (laughs) So for for you, Alice, let's move forward to about 30 to 40 years from now and you're looking back at your life. What legacy would you like to leave and what do you want to be remembered for? Wow, like no one has ever asked me that. I (laughs) I love this question so much. Wow. Okay, so let's have a think about this. Um, (laughs) On my gravestone, I think literally on my gravestone, if it gets to that point, it's going to be like she was a badass because I, I just I, I just I really wanted to push myself that's all I wanted to do like my slogan for TK Travel has always been like face your fears push your boundaries reach your full potential so yeah on my grace it kind of be like she was a badass she went for it um, because <laughs> Because I, you know, I really do love life, and I, I want to enjoy as much as much as possible. Why not? You know, we've got this beautiful playground, and if we have the means to do it, if we have the motivation to make it happen, then, you know, go. Why not go for it? So I, I really hope people do remember me for that. That I was adventurous, and that, um, yeah, I, I took risks, and that they paid off. Yeah. And now you definitely have to write your book, Alice, because okay. <laughs> that will be part of your <laughs> legacy. It's like, I want to read this story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it, honestly, it's, it's funny you ask about this like legacy thing. I was talking to my partner about it just a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, 
we I just I just want to make awesomeness happen and I love doing it and um, yeah the world is good you know because you know if anyone is listening to this and they're just like I'm a bit worried about the world or you know I don't know what to expect I don't know if I can do it like come on come on you're fully capable you know you're fully capable you've got a playground right here to explore you know truly you're going to be fine because I've been to a lot of countries where I don't speak uh, like much of their language at all gosh there was one time that I was in Bangladesh for example and I was on this island and I, I was walking along and there was these kids um, that I came across and you know they were kind of a bit playful kind of been <laughs> like a couple of monkeys I was like okay like they're acting a bit weird what happened was they grabbed my phone they snatched it out of my hands and then they just kind of stood looking at me for for a little bit and I was like am I being robbed? And then they, <laughs> they start, and they, start, and they, and they started running and I was like, wow, I'm actually being robbed. So I was like, well, I better run after them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm running, I'm running across this beach, which turns into fields and then it turns into a village. And I just kind of like break through this fence and I'm like, where are they? Where are they? And there's like these, all, all these beautiful old women in this village just looking at me like, whoa, who is this white woman, you know? Like, <laughs> and I'm like making all these signs, like, you know, my phone, my phone, like free kids, like doing all this crazy sign language. And then I just burst into tears because <laughs> like, I'm just a bit overwhelmed. And like this lady just grabbed me and she sat me down she, and she was like, okay, okay, okay. Aww. And then um, be before we knew it, like the whole village was there, obviously, because I was like kicking up a fuss and um they started looking for my phone I could not believe it like oh they they were all ru rummaging in the sand they were looking in the sand they were looking everywhere and they found these kids and one of the guys was like dragging this kid across oh the sand and he gosh. was like pointing at him like is this the kid I was like that's him that's him and um I felt I mean I felt bad because they, they really told this kid off and uh, you know I could guess they were saying where is this phone where's this phone and my gosh god bless these people this guy came up to me and he had my phone he gave it back to me and he was like is this it I was like yes this is it they these kids are like buried this phone in the sand and oh my oh word my but I mean I was freaking out because it had all my photos all my travel notes everything but yeah this community were just so sweet to me like really kind and they had nothing you know they really had nothing they they just all oh, looked. I felt like a right posh white woman. <laughs> I felt honestly, I was like, oh, like this sucks. Yeah. You know? I mean, but um, I was so grateful. That is amazing because I, you know, like you, you go to a different country, you obviously don't know the language, and that's really overwhelming and it could be scary at times especially if you're solo if you're traveling solo but when you experience things like this it just makes you feel like it's not such a big world after all there's not you know there's not much of a difference you know and there there are a lot of people more people than not are actually good and that's when you really realize it like the true I, I guess you could say camaraderie of, of human beings with, with each other, you know, especially in communities like that because they're so small and they have a lot of pride in who they are and what they represent. So that's incredible that they were able to do that and you, you experienced that. Yeah, because I'm sure other people, other guests of yours have said it, like, 
we're all human, you know, we're, we're all people, we're all human. And there is, there's so, there's so much good in this world. And they actually said to me when I left, because they got a guy on a motorbike to come and pick me up and basically take me home as well. And they, and they said to me, never talk about this. Like Bangladesh is good. But I actually love telling this story because it, it just really shows that like people are really good. I think it's a lovely story and I'm going to tell it like, <laughs> you know, it, it's a good story to, to tell. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when I used to travel, when I traveled solo, when I traveled with my husband, we would like, we would encounter that like people in, in, especially in countries that a lot of the media tells you is really bad, um, is actually where I experienced the most, I guess, welcome from, from people. Like I've traveled in places that's like, you know, red alerts like El Salvador and, um, in the Middle East where we were invited in people's homes. Like they cooked food for us. Like they shared their stories and they're asking for nothing, you know? Um, and, and they just want to talk to you. They want to learn about you, your culture and, um, they're very giving. So there's, like I said, you know, there's a lot more good and humanity out there than, than we can even, even imagine. Because a lot of times what we just see and what we're shown is just a negativity that's happening. And I think that it's just those, you know, I honestly, I think it's more rare than you think the bad stuff than, than the good stuff, but it's not newsworthy. You know, it's not as interesting. It's not as dramatic. <laughs> But it, yours exactly. was a little dramatic, though. Yours was a little dramatic. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course it had to be. It has to go on your book. <laughs> okay. So I, I, better, I better start writing this book right now. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Alice, for talking to us today, sharing with us your amazing stories. And of course, like I keep saying, we're going to wait for that book. If, <laughs> if, our, <laughs> if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yeah. So if you really just want to know about the solo female travel stuff, head to Tea Cake Travels. Think of a cup of tea and a piece of cake and you'll find me. Tea Cake Travels. <laughs> If you are interested, uh, actually, in just completely transforming your mindset, then you're going to find me at speaktoalice.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Alice. We really appreciate you. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. I had a fun. It was really good. Thanks so much, Debbie. (laughs) Me too. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Alice. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview where she shares how to eliminate procrastination and money blocks using hypnosis. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreateapodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreateapodcast.com for more information.
Hey, listeners, thank you for listening to this episode, and I'm so thankful for your support. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and get suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, and so much more. Feel free to reach out at hello at theoffbeatlife.com and let me know what you'd like to hear. If you like the show, don't forget to give us some love and review on iTunes. Thank you again for being a part of this journey, and I can't wait to hear how your location-independent story will unfold.